0: Welcome to the Skills USA podcast. Today we'll share an interview with Gabe Krebs and Tom Wozniak. This is from their October 2021 appearance on the program Transport Topics on Sirius XM Radio. Gabe is a member of the World Skills USA team who will be competing in heavy vehicle maintenance at the World Skills competition in Shanghai in 2022. Tom Wozniak is the technical expert who's preparing him for his event. We'd like to thank Transport Topics and Sirius XM Radio for allowing us to share this interview in our podcast. Live from the offices of Transport
1: Topics, here's your host, Dan Ronan with Transport Topics Radio. Welcome to the second hour of Transport Topics Radio here on Sirius XM Channel 146. It's our mission here at TTR to bring you the latest news and information direct from The reporters who are out there covering the stories, as well as bringing you interviews with the newsmakers, as well. To stay updated with any of these developing stories, visit ttn.ws forward slash radio or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Transport Topics. And to get more Transport Topics audio content, try our daily briefing available on Amazon Alexa, Google Assist, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. In this hour, We'll have a conversation with a good friend of this broadcast, Tom Wozniak. He's a heavy equipment instructor at Madison Area Technical College in Madison, Wisconsin. And we'll also talk with Gabe Krebs. He's going to be the U.S. representative at the World Skills Competition in Shanghai, China. We'll talk with both gentlemen about the shortage of diesel and heavy equipment technicians and what it takes to be a great one. And now our conversation with Tom Wozniak. And Gabe Krebs. We welcome to our microphones on Transport Topics Radio, a guest who has been with us before and someone who is going to be a new guest. And we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic, I believe, in the next hour. We've decided with two guests here on the program to sort of open it up and have an in depth conversation. Joining us first is Tom Wozniak, he is an instructor. At Madison Area Technical College in Madison, Wisconsin. And he is also the advisor and sort of the moderator when it comes to the Skills USA program. Skills USA is a program that is held not just nationally but internationally. And it brings together young people from all over the world and a whole variety of things, including, and this is important to the trucking industry, heavy-duty equipment. And a couple of years ago, His nominee for this program, who went to Russia, had tremendous success winning a medal there and turning out to be one of the best in the world when it came to heavy-duty technicians. And he has another candidate, and his name is Gabe Krebs. He joins us on the Newsmaker Line from Minnesota. He is a graduate of Dakota County Tech in Minnesota and currently works for a company called Interstate Power Systems. We welcome both Tom and Gabe to the broadcast. Tom, first off, before we get to Gabe, let's talk a little bit about Skills USA coming up in Atlanta nine months from now, looking at June of 2022. And then Shanghai, and then we're going to bring Gabe in and talk about his role, how he's going to be involved in this, going to Shanghai to compete against the best in the world. Go ahead, Tom.
0: Well, thank you very much, Dan, for uh, for having us on. You know, I always enjoy coming back on here and and, and talking about this. But uh, but yeah, Skills USA, a student-run organization here, uh, that started back in the uh, the late '60s, and uh, has been going strong ever since. I've been involved here with Skills USA on the uh, uh, industry side of things uh i've developed technical committees on the state side of things here in wisconsin and i've worked very closely with our technical committee on the national side of things uh skills usa has close to around 400 members each year from middle school students all the way up to post-secondary college students and uh, we are involved in all 50 states and three territories. And uh, it, it, it's a fantastic organization. We celebrate uh, the skills of our young youth. Uh, so we anything that has to do with hands-on, computers, uh, medical, uh, all the way up to working with the big stuff here with technicians in the diesel field and the uh, aeronautics field. Everything. I mean, Skills USA is a fantastic organization here. And uh, you know, last year with COVID uh, was kind of hard because uh, you know we had to do our national competition virtual. Which you know, if you're trying to work on a truck virtually, it's uh, you know very difficult to do that. Uh, We're hoping here that we can actually meet face-to-face again, and we are moving our new national conference to Atlanta, Georgia at the Georgia World Congress Center, and uh, that happens the last week in June and several of the large name OEMs in our industry are partnered to Skills USA. So the the Kenworths and the Meritors and the uh, uh, the Dana's and UPS and John Deere and Caterpillar. So huge names are partnered with uh with Skills USA. They're keep being partnered with Skills USA and uh, at our national conference uh, we take all of our state winners that have won throughout all of the state conferences and bring them in. And uh, we've got our our secondary group. So our high school students are com- competing against high school students and our post-secondary students are competing against the post-secondary students. We bring in close to 80 different students to do competitions. It brings out the best of the best of the nation. And uh, it really does. It shows what kind of programs are out there. And these kids really uh, You know, gives them an opportunity to showcase their skills in front of uh, large OEMs and corporate
1: OEMs. Gabe, you got to be pretty excited to be involved in this in such a, uh, what is a very small and uh, quite prestigious group of people. You got to be quite, quite thrilled.
2: Yeah, it's really quite the honor for uh, just the ability and the experiences that have gone along the way. Just from the state competitions, the industry partners you get to meet, shake hands with, and make that personal connection with, along with just the other competitors that are proving to be the best of the best of whatever trade they're in, and it's just an honor to be able to kind of be with the same people and with the same interests out there.
1: Tom, let me ask you a question, because uh, as as a uh, heavy equipment and diesel instructor, how do you get involved in this?
0: Well, I am also, I am the state director on the post-secondary side for Skills SkillsUSA uh, here in Wisconsin. I've been involved with this kind of Full full. like I said, I've been involved on the industry side of things, working and building technical committees on the state side. When I became a full-time instructor here at Madison Area Technical College, uh, I got more involved in the actual organization of Skills USA versus on the technical side of things and, and being advisors to our, you know, many diesel students that have been in here. Uh, I had an opportunity to be the, the state manager here and run the whole state of Wisconsin on the post-secondary side, being our state director, and I just happened to be at one of our state director conferences uh, in San Diego, and uh, the executive director of Skills USA came up to me and was asking me questions as far as who would I know in my industry that could possibly train an individual for world skills? Uh, Skills USA is the entity that uh, represents the United States of America at the World Skills uh, events biannually, and uh, so you asked me if I knew anybody, and of course, being in the industry and being an educator, my ears really perked up and said, "Yeah, I think I might know an individual who might." just like this opportunity so finding out a little bit more information about world skills and what a world skills expert actually is and does uh i was intrigued and uh i signed up right then and there it's kind of like yeah let's let's do this i i definitely want to uh, be able to take a, a young individual and work with that particular individual on the international level and and bring them over and have them compete against other countries and see where does the United States stand, specifically in this industry.
1: Gabe, just to bring us up to date, you're working right now for a company called Interstate Power Systems. Tell our listeners a little bit about your background at uh, Dakota County Tech in Minnesota and uh, what you're doing at Interstate Power.
2: Uh, I guess I start, started my whole career or path and all this when I was in high school uh, looking for a different option. What the, I just knew I wasn't fit for the typical four-year college and um, that that type of platform. I uh, found out about the post-secondary enrollment option while I was in high school. I actually left my junior year to attend the trade school college. So I was getting real college courses while they're getting paid for and rate the PSEO program. So I was able to actually graduate with my associate's degree uh, for heavy-duty diesel mechanics the same year I graduated with my high school diploma. Since then, I um, got enrolled in the Skills USA. Um, competitions at the state level and um, managed managed to work my way up to where I am right now.
1: And what's attracted you to this?
2: Uh, The biggest thing was just the opportunity to kind of put myself on the line, put my skills out there and be able to prove what um, I'm able to do and just kind of put a good image out there to get other younger students and uh, people interested in the trades and just to let people know the four-year college isn't always the right option for you.
1: Two great guests. We wrap up our first segment. It went by very quick, but they're going to be here for the entire hour. Talking with Tom Wozniak with Madison Area Technical College in Madison, Wisconsin. And Gabe Krebs, he is with Interstate Power Systems. He'll be the U.S. representative to the World Skills Competition, which is scheduled for October the 12th through the 17th, 2022, in Shanghai. This is Transport Topics Radio here on Sirius XM Channel 146. This is Transport Topics Radio with your host, Dan Ronan. Doing things a little different. We're going to keep our guest for the entire hour because it's a very important topic, and that is the training of young diesel technicians and heavy equipment technicians into the trucking industry. Tom Wozniak joins us on the program. He's an instructor at Madison Area Technical College, and he's also very deeply involved in the Skills USA program. And a new voice to the program, Gabe Krebs. He works for a company called Interstate Power Systems up in Minnesota, and Gabe, when the World Skills Competition is held in October of 2022, Gabe has been selected because of his excellence to be the U.S. representative at that competition. Gabe, we don't hear a little so much about young people getting into the heavy equipment, the diesel side of the house type of technician job, and you alluded to that in the first segment. You said the four-year State U type of a a program just didn't seem to fit for you. So how did you gravitate towards this?
2: I spoke with my uh, high school dean during my junior year. I was always a good student in high school, but uh, I could just tell I was learning a lot of stuff that I knew I wasn't going to be using for the rest of my life, so I figured why not spend my time learning something that I enjoy as well as uh, feel be beneficial to me throughout my career. So once I heard about the PSEO program, I um, found out one of my local trade school colleges, I uh, was enrolled with it with my high school and found out about the programs they offer and found them that kind of stuck with me and gave it a shot and figured why not and uh, during my first semester there, uh, I got offered to participate in the state-level SkillsUSA t- um, tournament. Uh, it was held at the Cummins facility in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. It's um, A lot of people didn't like doing it just because it one Saturday out of their life they had to spend for it, but um, for me, it's paid off and I've enjoyed every minute of it. But after that, I was able to take first place at the state level, which moved me to go to compete at the national level at Louisville, Kentucky in 2018. Uh, however, I was only in my first semester of a cor- of my entire two-year degree, so I didn't learn a whole lot yet, but I um, was definitely confident that I could try and see what I did. And, um, I was able to get 23rd place out of the 50 or so um, states that were competing that year, so I just wanted to get the top half, which I was able to do and proud myself out of. So then the following year in 2019, I went back to the state level and uh, was able to take another gold medal. Uh, Now knowing a lot more what the national conference is about and what to expect, I knew what to train for, and was able to bring home a silver medal for my my college and uh, my state.
1: And when you were looking at this as a young man, I mean, 15, 16, 17, when so many of your uh, high school colleagues were looking to go to the University of Minnesota or the University of Wisconsin or North Dakota, uh, one of the great, some of the great state schools up in that part of the country, uh, did you feel any pressure to think, you know, you know, what I'm, what I'm, I'm sort of charting my own path here. Did you feel any pressure to, to along the way to go that route as compared to the route that you're obviously very successful at, but do you feel any pressure?
2: I uh, my personal opinion is that four year trade or the four year university route is um an over normalized option. Uh, I mean yes a lot of people are very successful and find what they like to do in those schools but um it's just kind of a normalization that you're the lower class, or this and that. That um, if you're going to a trade school, but personally, I—it's a different line of work. That no matter what happens with the economy, it's going to be out there. No matter what uh, exact trade you're in, it those people moving the dirt and making the things happen for the economy to keep rolling. So I just like the job security of it. And another uh, another thing is, I just like doing stuff that other people don't like to do. So it's more job security for me.
1: You sound like a very independent young man.
2: Yeah, I try not to depend on too many people. Uh, if Big thing is, if uh, I want it done, I want to be the guy to do it, and that way I know it's done right.
1: Tom, is he a pretty independent fella? Uh,
2: Gabe is. I
0: mean, I've uh, haven't really met Gabe face to face as of yet because of all of the COVID restrictions here, but uh, I was very impressed with Gabe, uh, as well as the other you know contestants that were you know trying for to you know be representing you know Team USA here. Uh, but Gabe really did stand out, and. When we went through the selection process here, I wasn't the only one. Uh, we did get a couple industry representatives uh, to actually go through and help me in the selection process, and uh, they too had also said that Gabe was definitely, you know, an individual that stood out. And uh, you know, this second go-around here, where we now uh, had an opportunity for Gabe to come back, uh, I had a little worry because you know, a whole year had passed before you know coming back and saying, "Hey, Gabe, you want to try this again?" He had graduated school and now he's working full time and and you know life took over uh he went out and he bought himself a house uh so now coming in here there there's differences from being a you know being in college and working towards your degree uh to being a full-time employee now and actually having life where i have to take care of uh you know my financial ends of things to take care of that and still be part of world skills and be part of uh training for this this event and uh and going out and competing. So, uh, you know, I, Gabe, Gabe is definitely driven. And, uh, that's one of the things that really, really, uh, excite me this year, uh, to, to bring Gabe to Shanghai.
1: And Tom, having gone through this with, uh, with Ryan, with Ryan MapleLink, who's your, uh, student who you worked with a couple of years ago, uh, this requires and I'm sure you're aware of this too as well, Gabe. This requires a lot of practice and a lot of additional work that you're going to be doing in addition to the the time that you spend in at your job at Interstate Power. Go ahead, Tom, and then Gabe, you jump in.
0: Yeah, working with Ryan. I mean, Ryan, at the time, he was working, uh, he was spending his fourth year at Ferris State. He was working on graduating with his bachelor's degree from Ferris State. Uh, he was uh, working as an intern uh, at a Caterpillar dealer. And uh, you know, training for that, getting, you know, training for the actual world skills is being that intern. Uh he was doing a lot of traveling and uh during the summer we did a lot of training here at at the college. You know, I'd bring Ryan in and I'd we do week-long training sessions with him here uh just so he feels comfortable uh being uh being put under the pressure, uh, should I say, as far as this competition is concerned. So, uh, so yeah, the, the one nice thing about, you know, that Gabe has here that Ryan did not is that, you know, when Ryan and I both did this back in 2019, where both of us were inexperienced in world skills. We didn't know what to expect. Uh, so we've got a little bit under our belt now. And what I like is Ryan really wants to help Gabe. And uh, i believe a couple weeks ago or maybe even last week uh both of those two guys connected for probably a little over an hour and just had a huge chat and ryan says i want to be part of this i want to i want to help gabe because i really want i want to see him succeed and, and actually succeed better than what i did so I'm happy that Ryan still wants to stay involved with that,
1: Gabe. That's quite an offer, isn't it? And 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 Ryan represented the United States so admirably in in Russia a couple of years ago. To have someone like that, it's kind of like a uh, a heavyweight fighter going into a uh, into a match, and you've got uh, the greatest heavyweight fighter uh, working in your corner as your corner man.
2: No, it definitely is a great honor to have him on board and willing to help and wanting to. Um, I mean, big shoes to fill given he's been been able to go out there and place and bring back a medal for us without having any sort of preparation or um, expectations for what it is, what's like out there. So, I mean, I'm going to use whatever I can to my advantage be able to try to bring back another medal for Team USA. But, um, yeah, it's very interesting to be able to kind of see what to expect out there. Um, from Ryan and Tom, they said it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and that's, that's something I don't want to miss just because of new life plans that have happened. But I'm excited to see whatever comes out of it.
1: And there's a website also. Let me give you that website address real quickly. It's www.worldskillsusa.org. That's worldskillsusa.org. But Tom, before we get to Shanghai in 2022, there's a big week coming up in Atlanta, uh, third week of June at the World Congress Center, downtown Atlanta. Uh, That's going to be coming up as well. What's going to be your role in terms of that?
0: Uh, Well, I've got a couple of different roles when uh, we're going to be down there. So the first role, obviously, I'm going to have my own delegation down there. Uh, so the the National uh, Leadership and Skills Conference uh, is what takes place there that, that uh, last full week of June. Uh, as far as Wisconsin Post Secondary, we'll be taking down close to about uh, 40 contestants to compete in about 35 different competitions uh, to hopefully bring medals back for the state of Wisconsin. So that's one job that I'll be doing. Uh, I'll be working with our our national technical committee uh, and helping uh, organize and put together the the national competition as well. Uh, And also, uh, when we're down there, we'll probably be doing some type of world skills promotion where Gabe and I will actually be putting together. uh, I know when Gabe was down there in 2019, that uh, Ryan was actually overhauling an engine. So people were actually watching Ryan do this the whole time. Uh, and, uh, we had a bare bones block and we built it all up. And at the end of the, uh, the conference over there, Ryan fired it up. Uh, so they actually watched an engine come from, from nothing all the way to running, which was kind of cool, uh, for a lot of the other people as they were walking around for the conference. Uh, you know, that particular conference over there. Uh, for Skills USA, there's almost 6,700 competitors that are part of the conference, competing in 105 different competitions. Uh, so it's a huge conference. Uh, definitely makes a huge impact into whatever area, whether it's going to be Louisville or in this this uh, this one here is going to be in Atlanta, and uh, it's all 100% volunteer. Uh, matter of fact, the uh, they kind of hang their hat on it. That is the, the largest single corporate volunteer week ever, uh, each year. Is for Skills USA.
1: That is pretty impressive. Real quickly, both of you, where can our listeners find out more about you on social media, and if they want to reach out to you, how can they do that?
0: Uh, well, the website that you gave is uh, you know the www.worldskillsusa.org. Uh, right now, if we go to that website, we are it's a microsite off of the Skills USA website, and it's talking about Team USA. Right now, there's still a lot of pictures, a lot of images, a lot of videos and stuff of 2019. Uh, I know that. We we are just starting to kind of build that microsite up, and uh, they do have us experts on there. So if you'd like to click the expert sites, there's information on, on myself and the other experts uh, that are going to be uh Uh, working with Team USA here for Shanghai. Uh, We'll be getting all of the contestants' information and stuff up there, too, so follow Gabe. Anything that uh, we do will be posted out on that website. You can follow Gabe on his whole journey uh, along all the way up to Shanghai, so it's a good site to keep coming back to.
1: Fair enough. We will continue our conversation with our two guests, Tom Wozniak from Madison Area Technical College, and Gabe Krebs. He's going to be the U.S. Representative in the Heavy Equipment section at WorldSkills 2022 in shanghai october the 12th through the 17th this is transport topics radio on sirius xm channel 146 now back to transport topics radio with host dan ronin We're back on Transport Topics Radio here on Sirius XM Channel 146, having a conversation with Tom Wozniak. He is with Madison Area Technical College in Madison, Wisconsin. And Gabe Krebs, he will be the U.S. representative in the heavy equipment competition at the World Skills event, Shanghai, China, on October the 12th through the 17th, 2022. And, of course, there is the Skills USA Competition coming up June the 20th through the 24th in beautiful downtown Atlanta at the Georgia World Congress Center down there as well. And we are talking about heavy equipment and getting young people into the trucking and the heavy equipment industry. Tom, uh, you talk to young people every day, 18, 19, 20, and then also older folks, middle age, I would imagine, 30s, 40s, who may be uh, transferring in and changing careers. What is the attraction of this industry, and how can we as a, a community make this industry more desirable? I mean, Gabe talked about some of the things, uh, steady employment, steady, good-paying employment. What are some of the things that, uh, for those of us who are in this industry, we can do to help promote it?
0: Uh, well, the first thing I think what we really need to do here as far as promoting our industry is, uh, I know We've been working on our image and we've always got this image of a mechanic uh kind of like kind of go back to the dukes of Hazard show where you got cooter in the garage and his hats on sideways and and grease all over the place and we kind of have that image of that that this particular industry is uh not a very technical industry uh when actually the opposite is you know quite true about our industry i mean we this industry here is so advanced Uh, just in what we are right now with with the uh, engines and and the emissions and stuff on these particular uh, units here. I mean, it is an extremely advanced industry people are getting more specialized like you know with gabe over there and and where he's working they're getting into more specialized areas and you can make a very very good living uh, with this industry and we really need to kind of promote that and promote that the type of living that you can make with this particular industry Uh, i know a lot has to go with the parents and i firmly believe that we really need to reach out not only to the high school students, but we need to reach out younger. We need to reach out to these middle school students and really reach out to mom and dad at that age and get these students interested uh, in this interest, you know, in this industry. And uh, I know what I've seen here in Wisconsin and what we've been asking for is our industry representatives to work with their school districts, you know, in their area and, and really, uh, work with keeping these, these types of trades in these school districts, getting students involved, you know, even middle school students involved, uh, working on small engines, uh, working on lawnmowers and tractors and things, getting them involved with this, uh, and, uh, being part of their community and, and really listening, being, you know, going to the school boards and talking to the school board members and making a mention that, Hey, our industry is an extremely important industry. We're a part of your, your school district. You know, I want to see courses related to this because we can make an excellent living, you know, here in our industry. So, uh, you know, industry does have a lot of pull. Uh, they just need to, to reach out to their local school boards, be part of their school boards, you know, run for, you know, run for school board and, and really kind of be involved that way.
1: Gabe, you spoke in the first segment uh, so well about what attracted you to the industry. As a, as a young man in your 20s, do you have you become an advocate uh, for the industry in terms of talking it up with uh, those that might be on the fence in terms of possibly joining it and saying, you know what, I'm doing okay. I'm 23, 24 years old. I signed a mortgage on a house. I've got a job that pays really well. I've got benefits Uh, and look at, look at the situation I'm in, you know, a lot of hard work, but this is very doable.
2: Yeah, I'm actually uh, 20 years old right now. Um, I'm actually, uh, wow. th- through my trade school, we've had a couple of events that I volunteered at to actually get people interested as young as uh, elementary to middle school students. Uh, it's like a summer camp that they put on um, a couple of vendors like John Deere and Caterpillar. They bring out uh, little mini excavators. Um, first time I did is actually a little bit scared, but um, I turned out to be more, more fun than I ever thought. And uh, I was more impressed by some of the kids. Were actually having them in little excavators uh, picking up a basketball, dumping in a trash can, and some of these kids were. It's basically playing a video game, and uh, they took to it and seemed to be having a blast with it too.
1: And, and the industry is becoming much more than just. Uh, a fella who is uh tom was describing you know he's got a goofy look and hat on and uh oil and gr- gunge underneath his fingernails it's a job that is very technically uh, adept. uh you have to have a, an understanding of electrical engineering and of compression and all sorts of things in order to make this work it's not just a job where you you turn a wrench every day is it
2: definitely not uh, it definitely takes a skill set uh an understanding of how and what you're working on but um it's i've had plenty of days where um, i don't get a look dirt on me uh, a lot of a lot of computer work and diagnosis just on a laptop that's your biggest tool nowadays instead of a wrench
1: and you must get you must get a lot of fulfillment on that of finding finding problems finding issues and finding out the best way and the quickest way to solve the problem if you've got an engineering background and uh, that that's the way your mind works i would imagine this is something that's a, a, a lot of a challenge quite a challenge
2: yeah you definitely find the challenges but they're the most rewarding ones once you're able to figure it out and be the guy that can fix it a lot of guys nowadays you have the older techs that uh don't want to deal with computers or um think things should be mechanical like back in the old days but not going back to that so this is the this is the now and the future so might as well hop on board with it
1: are you the guy that the old guy uh, say, uh, kid, come over here. I need your help.
2: <laughs> Definitely at one point I was. I've uh, been able to work my way up to more of a management spot. Um, it's different for every position or every person, what they want to do. Some guys enjoy just wrenching, but um, some guys like doing the diagnostic and being able to stay clean during the day and work, work through a computer.
1: Enjoy wrenching. I like that expression. That's a very cool, Tom. That's a very cool expression, but uh, it does indicate that the industry is indeed changing, isn't
0: it? Uh, yeah, it is changing. And uh, like I kind of mentioned before, as far as we're we're seeing more and more of these uh, technicians being more specialized, you know, like Gabe was saying that, you know, the older techs, they they love going out there and the old mechanical systems. I can understand that these newer computer systems. I just, I just don't understand that. And you're bringing these younger kids who really are adapted to this. This is what they've grown up with and they can adapt to uh, diagnosing all of this. So, uh, you know, there are excellent, excellent opportunities out there. Uh, for young people to, you know, make a very, very good living. Uh, in this industry uh, i know that i've had graduates who've been out of school five years and they've come back and showed me their their w2s and you know they're pulling six figures you know yeah that's with overtime but you know where can you go out and pull six figures you know five years out of school doing something that you absolutely love doing and uh, these kids are excited they love it
1: Tom, has the uh, change in the direction of the industry becoming much more uh, based on circuit breakers and on semiconductors has it changed the way Uh, that you as an instructor at uh, MATC, Madison Area Technical College in Wisconsin, has it changed the way you teach? Uh, It it,
0: it has because, you know, now we're looking at things instead of of actually going through and trying to break you know bolts and and rusted things loose not to say that that's that's we still do that but it's more so of uh teaching the understanding uh teaching the logic specifically when you start getting into the electronic systems over there you know you've got an analog active sensor you know how does that analog active sensor work and you know what is the uh, ecm or the programming within the ecm what is it actually looking for Uh, so this, this goes through with all of, uh, these things. And, and just a, a, a side note here, I mean, what we were talking about before, uh, you know, if uh, if you have an engine that dies, and sometimes, I mean, some of these older technicians and knows exactly what I'm talking about. You got a, an engine that dies or somebody stalls an engine, if the truck's still rolling, I could pop the clutch and get the truck to start. Uh, an old mechanical system, that would work. Uh, electronic system, good luck doing that because now I need to see a minimum engine RPM before I even think about firing any injectors. And going out there and popping a stalled truck just isn't going to happen as, as often as uh, what people think. And it's that type. of You know, simple type of logic like that, that we have to, you know, really talk through and and explain uh, to our group. And the more technical that these these engines and these trucks are getting, uh, the more and more that we are going to need these specialized uh, technicians. And, you know, it's not just the engines, it's the chassis systems, it's the ABS systems, it's the uh, uh, collision avoidance systems and how all of these systems communicate with each other and how they interact with each other. Uh, and our industry is really, really just taking off, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see where the next, you know, 5, 10 years is going with our
1: industry. I should tell you, Tom, my first car was a 1963 Chevy Nova with a stick shift, and on more than a couple of occasions, I had to, you know, start the car, rolling it down the hill, get a little bit of momentum, pop the clutch, and hope the starter would engage, and I'd be off and running then
0: Yeah, well that's electronic engines you don't have that anymore because they need to see a minimum of an RP you know, a minimum RPM before it even thinks about firing the injectors and, and getting that quick pop is not going to get sustain enough engine RPM for the ECM to say, you know what, I'm gonna fire these injectors. So that's the type of logic and stuff that, uh, you know, that the kids really need to understand, or I should say not kids, but the students really need to kind of understand to really go through and diagnose this. Uh, I can diagnose a sensor, but if I don't understand the logic behind what the, you know, what the ECM is looking for off that sensor, it's really going to be hard for me to uh, properly diagnose it and properly find the, uh, you know, the fault of what is causing the engine
1: mishap. Gabe, you got to be I can hear I can almost hear it you got to be laughing saying what are these old guys talking about popping the clutch and uh, getting it started that way what, what what is going on here
2: no I actually am all too familiar with that I've uh, been driving a manual car ever since uh, about my first one when I was 16 and um, had one ever since throughout whatever vehicles I've had but um no he's definitely right the best way I could say to describe the new systems and uh, kind of the reason why I specialize in what I do um, I'd say these systems are simply complicated it's complicated to the naked eye and not knowing going on but once you understand it, it's it's doing a task and there's only one way for it to complete that task you gotta understand that
1: our two great guests we've got one more segment left we're talking to tom wozniak he's an instructor at madison area technical college and very involved in the skills usa program in the state of wisconsin and gabe krebs he works for a company called interstate power systems he'll be the u.s representative in the heavy equipment division at world skills october the 12th through the 17th 2022 in shanghai This is Transport Topics Radio on Sirius XM, Channel 146.
0: Welcome back to Transport Topics Radio with Dan Ronan.
1: We're back on Transport Topics Radio here on Sirius XM, Channel 146, talking with Tom Wozniak from Madison Area Technical College in Madison, Wisconsin, and Gabe Krebs. He will be the U.S. Representative at the World Skills Competition October the 12th through the 17th, 2022 in Shanghai and having a fascinating conversation with both of these gentlemen. Gabe, uh, we are in a time period in the trucking industry, in the heavy equipment industry. We're in the very early stages of electrification, uh, new fuel cells, whether it's hydrogen or battery or whatever the case may be. You're entering the industry at a time as a 20 year old and looking at you know a 50 year career, where the whole thing's going to change, is that is that a little bit daunting for you?
2: To me, it looks like more opportunity for what I can learn and what I want to do. Um, I'm currently certified on some of the hybrid systems that uh, my my company supports. Uh, it's a very uh, can be a very efficient system. Um, it's very complicated, to get married to the old mechanical pump line nozzle systems. But uh, it's it's going to be a forever changing industry until we're getting fully electric and uh, fully autonomous drivers going down the road.
1: Tom, what are your thoughts on this, because it does require, and it is requiring, I would imagine, in the classroom, a different type of teaching. You teach the old, older mechanical skills that are necessary to to be functional, but you and I both know that we're going to see some big changes ahead in the next eight, nine, ten years.
0: You're absolutely right, and uh, yeah, you still have to go back to basics. I mean, you know, you, you don't spend as much time on the pump line systems, but you do have to go back to basics, because the electronic system is based off of that. You know, we still, need to run with you know with air we still have to have compression heat of compression we still have to have fuel and that's still the basics but as far as getting into the electrification and autonomous vehicles uh yeah gabe is absolutely right i mean the the game you know the game has changed the ball is moving and that's what's exciting about this particular industry uh for me it's it's getting myself back and getting myself you know really educated in this you know gabe's out there he's you know he's seeing this on a day-to-day basis you know when you're getting in a Instructor over here. We're we're seeking for this education, uh, but when we there's a there's a fine line as far as education is concerned. We uh, I've I've got these guys for two years. Where do I stop and industry take over uh, for their education? Because I can't keep putting more and more and more into two years. So we still want to have some of the old, but we also want all of the new. But two years goes by really quick. So, you know, we are making changes and drastic changes towards uh, the future. But it's, it's still needing to cover a little bit of that old. So I think, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say there.
1: Yeah, and I, I think I, I do indeed. And it also requires a certain nimbleness among your students, whether they be young people such as Gabe or folks who are a little bit older. Uh, they have to understand that uh, when it comes to an instruction standpoint, you're really sort of force feeding a lot of information in a very, a very short period of time.
0: Oh, yeah. It, we're just scratching the surface. I mean, that's their education does not stop. I mean, once you graduate here, we're we're making you an entry level. That's all we are doing. We're making you an entry level technician. Uh, your education continues after you graduate out of a two-year degree. You know, whether you have an associate's degree or a vocational diploma, you got to continue your education. And your drive and desire to want to learn, that's the biggest thing, is want to learn. Experience is one thing, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I've gone a long way with experience, but you gotta want to learn. You gotta want to put yourself forward and really get into this this new stuff, and really go out and and grab this. And that's where young kids today really can help uh one other thing too with these young kids entering into this industry there's a lot of experience on that floor you know we did talk about a lot of the older guys that they don't like you know doing the electronic engines or electronic control systems or any of the electronics within the cabs and stuff Uh, and gabe's right there's the industry's not going backwards it's going forwards but that experience that is sitting on that floor uh this is this is valuable experience to any young tech coming into any situation once that that individual retires, that experience is gone. I, I The experience I got and the, the knowledge I got from all of my old technician friends that that took me under their wing and, and taught me, uh, that was invaluable to me. That really, really aided in my education. So don't overlook that, that older technician that's sitting there. Uh, he has got a lot of valuable experience that he's willing to share and wants to share. Uh, you just need to go out there and get it from
1: him. Gabe, what are your own plans in terms of future education and certification? You mentioned a little while ago that you're uh, you've got experience with some of the hybrid systems that are becoming more prevalent. But uh, what are your plans in terms of getting additional education? You're obviously a pretty driven guy at age 20 to be where you're at. But uh, what would you like to do? Well, you know, future college, more more uh, certification programs. What, what's on the plan?
2: I can definitely see wherever my employment takes me um whatever i'm working on to learn more systems learn more pieces of equipment uh knowledge is one thing no one will ever be able to take away from you so the more you know i mean more valuable you are and um for what exactly positions i'd like to be in um definitely thoroughly enjoy wrenching and uh working on the stuff and being out in the field but um obviously another kind of motive or um cliche for our industry is uh wearing out your body by age 40 and being achy all all day every night um that's not what i want to be a lot of it does change where um we're working with a lot of computers now not as much manual labor more uh with your brain but i would like to get more into a full time supervisor or management position but still in the same industry and be able to teach the younger people that are coming into the shop wherever i'm working to uh grow and be the best they can be and hopefully uh, keep themselves entertained and love what they're doing.
1: So Gabe, my question is to you then, do you ever see yourself at some point if you're worried about your body wearing out, you know, 45 and you don't want to be, uh, aches and pains, uh, do you ever see yourself moving into a role, something what like Tom Wozniak has done as a uh, a very successful instructor at a, at a very v- well-known and very prestigious school in the Midwest, going in as an instructor?
2: Yes, I actually would like to, at some point, kind of the whole pay-it-forward mentality, um, be able to kind of teach the younger people that want to learn. Even where I'm at, I brought a few people in, and um, it's a completely new system they've never touched before, and I kind of like being able to work with them directly and teach them what I know and Uh, teach them kind of what's going on and see them kind of excel. And uh, so far they've loved uh, the specialization that I do and um, hopefully works for them. And they're able to kind of do the same thing and pay it forward to uh, their next buddy or next generation coming into this field.
1: Tom, let's look ahead real quick. uh, One more time to. Shanghai. Now we're looking at about uh, 13 months away from the actual event taking place. What are you two, uh, Gabe, and you? What are you guys going to be doing the next 13 months? Having been through this now once in Russia a couple of years ago with Ryan Maplelink, what becomes the plan in terms of a schedule to get Gabe ready? What's the timetable?
0: Uh, well, right now we have uh, we've sat down with Gabe's employer. Uh, one thing that I do have to really give kudos out to uh, the ownership uh, where Gabe works right now. They are really, really willing to work with Gabe and get him the education that I am looking for, Uh, because I'm looking for uh, specific things uh, for this competition. Uh, One thing about this competition, it is geared more towards heavy equipment uh, than truck. There is a small part of truck aspect to it, but uh, it is geared a little more towards heavy equipment. Uh, Gabe is in the trucking industry, and just to get that mindset changed from truck to heavy equipment. So, by next month, uh, we're planning on right now, actually, Gabe Uh, traveling down to Nebraska, where the owner of his company owns another company that's down there uh, that does nothing but heavy equipment. And we're actually going to uh, have Gabe transfer down, work with one of their lead techs that's out there to kind of get him familiarized with the heavy equipment industry, understanding, you know, you know how a, a high drive track dozer would, you know, would go ahead and work. Understanding the undercarriage system, understanding the steering systems, brake systems, uh, understanding when you're doing an excavator and going in with load sense pressure compensate systems. Uh, you know, going through with pilot systems. So, uh, we're trying to really kind of get Gabe uh, familiarized with that. So this next uh, quite a few months, that's what Gabe's going to be working on over there. Uh, and then after the first of the year, we're going to start slowly bringing Gabe up here and actually changing a mindset because being a technician is a great thing, don't get me wrong. Uh, but when you're competing, a competitor is a different mindset than a technician. And, uh, I kind of equate this to, uh, kind of like playing a game of golf. So in golf, you know, you're trying to get the lowest score possible, but you got everything that's kind of thrown at you. So you've got the, uh, the weather that's going to play an impact on your game, the, how long or how short the grass is going to be, how the wind is going to blow. So you have all these different factors. Well, when you're competing, uh, you're going into a station for three and a half hours and you're supposed to do multiple tasks within three and a half hours. And let's say that particular station is worth 100 points. Uh, How many points are gonna stay in the station or how many points are gonna go with you? So now we need to really kind of break down competition mode and say, how can I get the most amount of points out of this station I most possibly can? And uh, that's the aspect that I want to really kind of work on, Gabe, get him familiarized, first of all, with the with the heavy construction equipment, but then switching that mindset along with that, as far as getting him into a competition mindset, you know, how many points am I going to keep out of this station or how many points is going to stay with the station? And hopefully with all said and done, you know, at the end of the three and a half days that Gabe's going to be competing, you know, hopefully he'll have the more points and he'll be standing on the podium. And that's what we're really hoping for.
1: Gabe, best of luck to you. I know that uh, between now and uh, your journey to Shanghai in October of 2022, we'll talk again with you and with Tom Wozniak, but best of luck to you. And uh, I'm sure that you're going to represent the United States of America exceptionally well.
2: Thank you. I'm really looking forward to the opportunity and Kind of what all unravels for all this. Um will be able to meet um, more immaculate people along the way, and more experiences that I'll never be able to lose. And that should be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity.
1: Our two great guests for the entire hour: Tom Wozniak. He is a technician instructor at Madison Area Technical College in Madison, Wisconsin, and also very deeply involved with the Skills USA program as an advisor. And he will be a course. Going to the World Skills Event October the 12th through the 17th, 2022, along with our other guest, Gabe Krebs. He's a graduate of Dakota County Tech in Minnesota and an employee of Interstate Power Systems. He'll be the U.S. Representative in the Heavy Equipment Division. We thank both of our guests for joining us here on Transport Topics Radio on Sirius XM Channel 146. Remember, you can follow any of these developing stories at ttn.ws forward slash radio or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Transport Topics.
0: We'd like to thank Transport Topics and SiriusXM Radio for allowing us to share this interview with our audience. Please join us next time on the Skills USA Podcast. SkillsUSA.